uh, attempts to make a podcast heavily drinking. Uh, everybody, what is everybody drinking? One. I guess what? Let's. Okay, don't. I can't. But I can pretend to be drunk throughout that. Oh, just that's okay. Just Adam, you sound drunk every week. Just, uh, just. Uh, I know. I just sound no, drunk all true. the time. I'm sorry, you can't drink. That's yeah. Nice. All right. So one, two, three, and we're going. Okay. So what the hell was all these horror movies that start out with burning people? I don't know. Tonight's gonna get real fucked up, folks. So strap in, shut up, and stay tuned. Leave the kids at home for this one. Oh, they're locked down at home. Well. Put your headphones on and crank it up to the just bleeding setting. We're going to complete our tour of Shudder's Diabolical Library with a movie called The Void. So now there'll be some intro music and then four dudes talking about some other dude's trippy-ass horror movie from an insane group of Canadian artists that call themselves Atron 6. Astron 6. I'm reading notes, folks, but guess what? I've had a few <laughs> drinks. I don't know what else to say. Oh, I'll do my yeah. best. So, yeah, tonight... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's a late-night podcast, or the midnight movies of podcasts, if you will. So tonight, we're brought to you by Shudder.com and Stars Network. We'll get more into that later. Now, here we go! Crack open a cold box of wine, or pour something cold on ice, because it's the Binge Watchers Podcast. Okay, The Void. There's a sheriff. He's trying to keep the people at a hospital alive when a portal to hell opens up in the basement. Speaking of portal to hells, I tried to post about this on Facebook, and Facebook shut the post down until I removed the word hell, because according to Facebook, hell is a naughty, naughty word. Did you guys know that? You can't say hell on Facebook, apparently. You can't say hell on Facebook? No, I had to remove the word. Opened a portal to hell in the basement. I had to change it to religious groups that talk about heaven and hell. What the fuck? That's what I said. I wanted to, like, send back a... um, A Sorry, thing Dave, and say right? like I'm talking about a place. I'm talking about a place. I've been I'm not talking about three hours, y'all. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, a little about so the much film. so that I say shit like y'all. Wow. I love hey, it. Dave, oh, do you man, mind if we talk about the filmmakers, or do you just want to keep rattling? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he don't give a fuck. Yeah, he already said he doesn't give a fuck. Okay. Um, so Steve Kostansky and Jeremy Gillespie worked on a group of short films with their friends who formed this group called the Astron 6 Collective. They have very limited resources, but they pulled together this thing called Manborg, which they shot over three years for like two grand. Um, it's a labor of love, but it's about like a cyborg that fights Count Draculon, which is such a great name for a villain. He's Count Dracula, but he's Count Draculon. And, uh... Then they go on to, yeah. So Jeremy Gillespie, he's like an art director, a graphic designer, and a composer. And then the other guy, um, Kosansky, works on special effects, and they got together. Between the two of them, they worked on Pacific Rim, Total Recall, the last two Resident Evils, and the new Robocop, whatever. And they also worked on horror films like uh, Wrong Turn 4. But basically, they're really insanely passionate and talented indie and comedy, you know, indie horror and comedy fans. Dave, I didn't realize that I was a little sloshed until I tried to read my notes back to you guys right now. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell there's some sloshed people in this. Uh, uh, okay. You. Keeping it positive, we'll just call each other lushes, lush bags. That's what they say out here yeah. on the East Coast. Party animals, I don't know. All right, you're up to bat, Dave. What is your first impression? Please just give me a couple sentences and not a novel. Some of you guys are long-winded and we'll talk forever, and we don't have enough minutes for that. 
So, All right, I will be. I it it felt very reminiscent of uh, the things, p- particularly. Um, I love the creature effects, and um, I love the the lighting design. It's very very eighties inspired, and it wears this on its sleeve. No I novel. Thought, <laughs> I, I I thought this was very like homage to John Carpenter. Hmm. Like it felt like almost John Carpenter direct would have directed this had it been the eighties. For sure. Had it been in the eighties? It's like set in the eighties. Yeah, or no, like if yeah, or like if he, he could have made this movie in the eighties, it would have been like, Oh, was this directed by John Carpenter? Oh yeah, you're saying it's up his alley or whatever, right? Yeah. Nice. What about you, Adam? What are your what are your thoughts on this? First impressions? Um I thought it was uh absolutely terrifying. Yeah. I I watched it alone um after midnight. And huh. uh that did stuff to me. I was, um, what did it just fill me with this feeling of dread? It's like, what, oh, a, okay. it's what a movie like this is supposed to do to you, except I didn't know that, you know, you get to this point where you watch, you've seen so many movies and you're jaded hmm. and you're like, eh, it, I like it. You know, there'd be some like cool scene or something in there that's a standout. And at some point I was not in my body anymore. I was there with the characters and I was terrified. I was on the journey with them and nice. uh, the, the cosmic horror elements, the HP Lovecraftian, you know, like you cannot really understand or know evil. Uh, that was uh, going full force. Like the characters being around it and not being able to really explain it. Me not being able to explain it. I mean, hmm. it's, it was frightening and uh, I think they did an amazing job. Like that mood they tapped into. Wow. Yeah. So. That novel was written by Adam Jones. And if you <laughs> find it at your local bookstore, order it from Amazon.com. With a forward by David Rogers and yeah, Nick. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> yes, yes, our forwards. If you want the special edition, write to us at. What's our email? Does anybody know our email? Oh, yeah. Binge Watchers at Binge Watchers. Well, there's. there's I don't know. The show has now an official email. It's host at bwpodcast.com, like the host of something. Host at bwpodcast. Um, anyway. Is this where what? like a professional pre-recorded bit is going to be thrown in to show them where to really go? No, I just literally said. Like, okay, I have wow. a Gmail account for the show. That's binge-watcherspodcast at Gmail. But we're so established now, we had to go corporate and get a real email account tied into our yeah. website to manage the website email traffic. So it's host at bwpodcast.com. I just called us corporate, which is really bad for marketing because we're not corporate at all. We're just a group yeah. of guys in the top 100 on arts and entertainment on Spotify. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, still man. in my garage. That's, yeah. um, that's whiskey courage right there. That was whiskey hey. courage. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Nick. I'm, te- I'm tequila Nick, tenacious right now. I was going to get my dividends. Oh. Um. Now you want to talk about di- you want to talk about dividends? How no, many just... people did you sign up for Shutter this week, Adam? Uh, oh, like, snap. I'm not sure. Run. I don't know how effective the market. All right, just is, wait. Later just... on, Adam's going to tell you about Shutter.com, but not yet. Okay. okay. Hey, <laughs> hey, Nick, what was your favorite monster? Oh, okay. So uh, Adam just brought up like H.P. Lovecraft. There was a yeah. lot of crazy monsters, but the one that got me the most was it was the guy with the eyeballs, like the black eyeballs in his mouth. Hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, he was one of the Denzians in the basement, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
it was just yeah. like eerie as hell. I'm just like it was hard for me to keep track of the ones in the basement. Yeah, it's it's very dark, so it's hard to tell. But I just there were some the makeup effects are incredible in this movie. Well, and I thought that one was my favorite. There's grades of makeup, right? That was definitely like C or D makeup. It wasn't their main monsters, so you see them like off screen or like in the dark. Yeah. So they're not using their like you know hero prosthetics on those guys. Just extra. The basement is like let's just throw some shit out in the final act of the movie to have more monsters, but. Um, my favorite is the Beverly monster. I'm sorry if I'm stepping on anybody's toes, but the, like the nurse, when she starts, she stabbed the patient in the eyeballs. Then she's like cutting off her own mm. flesh and then she goes full monster. And then she eats the other police officer like that. I, that was my favorite monster actually. Uh, but, but, um, um, Adam, what, what mutant or monstrosity did well, you like the, the best? Well, that monster was amazing, Yeah, but it was in the basement where, you saw all the freaks that that were numerous. So the one that was like spider, a spider, and the head was like kind of like jiggling on backwards or whatever. Hmm. That that really freaked me out, like horror pangs in my in my gut. Huh. I was like, man, I need to get away from that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, that swings it back to you to talk about your favorite monster. Um. You know, I'll just have to bring attention to the the main monster, if you will, or the the boss monster at the end. Um, the daughter, the daughter. It just felt like an amalgamation of so many different fucking elements, and it freaked me the fuck out. Yeah. Especially the tentacles, which also, as Adam mentioned, is very Lovecra- Lovecraftian. Yeah. Um, it, you know, also I'll just throw a shout out to the very first time we see any kind of tentacles. Um, this movie, without being cheap, uh, throws a lot of. At least it worked on me today. I had a lot of jump scares without it feeling cheap. Um, this movie has real tension, uh, but that first tentacle, the first time you see tentacles and you realize, oh shit, there's something else fucking going on, it really grabbed me. Do you guys, is there anything that you wish was different? Like a different character lives, a different setting, maybe the different ending? We'll start with uh, Nick on that one. I know, I thought the movie was great. I liked it. I, I didn't think they really needed to change anything. I, I love the setting of this hospital that was kind of run down. I thought that was the perfect setting, like, out out there in the middle of nowhere. Nice. Uh, what about you, Dave? Um, I, I You know, kind of to jump off Nick, I think, I don't know how much I would change about this. I mean, this felt very much... Um, this is a this is a monster movie also with a siege movie. I mean this hmm. if we're talking about John Carpenter, I mean this is almost feels like they mashed up the thing with Assault and Precinct 13. You know, they have to fight the yeah. monsters outside and the ones on the inside. So, I, you know, I don't know. I, I I think this is kind of like a perfect blend of everything that it has. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I would change about it. Um I think it's kind of, you know, right where it is. Adam, what about you? Well, with the idea that uh, this is this reminds me a little bit of some of the horror elements of Mandy. We've got a burning, mm-hmm. and at the end we have uh, a foreign <laughs> landscape. Um, so uh, that being said, I think I would like to change the ending. Mm. Um, I'd like to see something more nightmarish than what we saw because the ending kind of like uplifted me it made me like it made it easy to go to sleep which you know i appreciate (laughs) i guess on some level but if it if it had been something darker and more disturbing like uh 
being in that basement with all those other creatures than I would have. Yeah. Like, because this is supposedly the world where that stuff was pulled from, and I didn't feel like... I just felt, like, way happier at the very end. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, there's a couple characters <laughs> wow. that get reunited. There's characters that get reunited in another dimension, but there's a final fight with a Hellraiser-like demon that the main bad guy turns into. The reason that all these monsters are showing up and the mutations are happening, there's, like, a guy has a very specific reason for why things are happening. I would like people to watch the movie, so I'm not going to say what the motivation is into opening a portal to hell, but... There's a fight where people fall into the portal from hell, and to me, that's where you end the movie. If you fall into the void, yeah. which is what the movie is called, you just stop the movie. That's it. You just end there. It's over with. You know, like I think it might have been Roger Corman who says, "If the monster's dead, the movie's over." Right. So nice. we saw a lot of monster yep. fights. That was one of the last monster fights. Maybe you just go to black right there, and 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 Adam, that feeling that you had, you're you're right. They kind of um, relieve your tension at the end. Because they give you a glimmer of hope. And maybe they thought because their movie was so dismal, right? The whole yeah. ride, they're like, well, we need something here. And maybe they got a little cold feet and they, they, they just were like, we'll give you a little easier tension. Speaking of exactly tension from did. horror movies, I want Adam to tell everybody about a buffet of horror films that they can get. Adam, mm. tell people what you've discovered and what they can do with Shutter.com. Try out the Buffet. Buffet. <laughs> yes, try out the Warren Buffett of horror films. <laughs> try out uh, the buffet of horror movies with new content added weekly. Pig out on terror. Go to Shutter.com and enter promo code BingeWatchers at checkout. And when prompted, one of our listeners informed uh, one of our intrepid hosts here that it appears that on your payment screen uh, that you fill out the code BingeWatchers. All one word, no space. Uh, lowercase if you like uh, uh, so don't start screaming until you get a chance to reward yourself with 30 days free okay awesome I'm signing up right after the show I might sign up right here on my phone I love using it's so good you're gonna enjoy it John <laughs> oh thanks yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Nick your favorite scene my favorite scene was when uh, they're looking outside the hospital and at first you think you see a bunch of like, not, not that this is my favorite thing, but at first you're like, what the hell is outside? It looks like a bunch mm-hmm. of like Ku Klux Klansmen, but then they have these like triangles around their face and it, it just like weirded me out. I'm just like, what the hell am I getting into? You know, it was like one of those moments where like, okay, there's shit going on in here and now they're stuck. They can't leave. I it just, it, it kind of was a scary moment. and I really liked that scene. Right on. Um, we were talking about the favorite monsters, but even the cultists, the thing that worshiping all too, the monsters right? look really cool. Yeah. 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 I was just like, Ooh, that, I don't want to mess with these guys either. Like what the yes. hell's going on? Dave, do you have a standout scene? Um, the scene with the doctor and the, the pregnant woman, um, you know, I, we've seen it a lot lately where they've, uh, they have scenes of movies where they try to show like something inside the woman, like it, a monster kicking or something. This one felt like it didn't feel CGI. It didn't feel like it felt like I thought there was something fucked up in that belly, like like fleshy, like not see computer generated. Um, hmm. That that stuck out to me. Like I, I you know, it, it there's elements of body horror in this movie in addition to monster stuff. So that that worked on me. Nice, um, Adam. Do you got a favorite scene? Yeah, it's kind of a an amalgam of scenes, but it's 
as soon as they try to go to the morgue and the explanations for where they're going aren't making sense and then it's hard to communicate and then they're going deeper and deeper into the labyrinth um that was when the hair on the back of my neck started to stand up but uh to reference uh dave's um that scene of of the girl on the bed with okay not like pinned down okay uh being being told in the, the creepiest narration possible, like what's going on and not being able to see the face of the narrator as he's doing whatever he's doing, that, that whole scene just really like, like held, pulled me in and held me there. So hmm. I really liked uh, hearing the insane explanation. Everyone reminded me of uh, Marlon Brando and Apocalypse Now or something. Wow. I can see that, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Nick, are there any other monster movies you've seen lately? Actually, ironically, yes. I just watched The Relic. You guys remember that one? Oh, oh yeah. Wow. A lot of I people have been talking about it. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean I, to talk over you, Dave. I, I no. love it. <laughs> I, I, thought it I thought it was fun. Like, the, the monster, like, eats off people's heads and gets the... Oh, it's great. still holds up pretty well. I was going to say a lot of people, for some reason, I don't know, is that movie having like an anniversary? Like, on fa- like it's funny you said that because like on Facebook, this whole week people have been talking about the relic, like out really? of nowhere. Like just, uh, I'm like, wow. All right, cool. In- interesting. Yeah, I've just... seen it since like 96, so I, I, I have, I'd have to revisit it. Check it out again. I mean, it, it holds up pretty well. It's still fun. I mean, the monster was designed by Stan Winston, and it's gorgeous. It's fun. You know, my, only, my only complaint is it's shot too dark, but... You know, at the same point, it kind of works because the monster still looks good to this day, yeah. even with 1996 effects. Well, I mean, um, what's it his name? It feels like now? that was very common in that era. Yeah. Well, what's his name? Sure. Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott says, don't show the monster. Or yeah. he says, show it as little as possible, right? Going, like, the whole model set up in the first alien, you know? Um, but also, that saves your money. Like, if you were to show the best monster, you would start to see... How gimmicky the flaws, it is. Yeah. yeah. It would not it would break reality and you'd be like, Okay, I can't believe it anymore. But I um, think that's why it's still holding Pumpkinhead yeah. versus oh, Pumpkinhead too. Oh. oh dude, Pumpkinhead. Uh, Nick crazy. and I love Pumpkinhead. That's like it's yeah. beautiful. Ooh, we love Gorgeous. Pumpkinhead. We love Pumpkinhead. Yeah. It's like the one and only movie that Stan, didn't Stan Winston actually direct it? He did. Uh, yeah. did he? No, he did, yeah. Like, I think that's his only directing credit, but damn, he directed a fucking... And, and he directed a Michael Jackson video, believe it or not. <laughs> you guys know there are two USA Network slash sci-fi produced TV movie sequels to uh, Pumpkinhead? There's four of them now. Yeah, well, they yeah. did a lot of directed videos for those. Yeah. And they were pr- and they were pretty bad, too. Yeah, yeah the they, do like, they do like a Hatfields and McCoy like feud. There's a feud one where two families are fighting and one of them summons Pumpkinhead to get rid of the other family. Yep, yep. They bring what back Lance, Hen- Hen- Lance Henriksen comes back um, in that one. Is that a Clive Barker story? What? Pumpkinhead? Yeah. I don't think so. No, I think it's no. an original no, but, concept. But it feels like one. It feels like it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It, it reminds me of something Pumpkin he did called Rawhead Rex. <laughs> oh, it yeah. Does, yeah. Rawhead, we haven't actually covered Rawhead Rex on this show, actually. I, I've never have? seen it. Well, maybe I've that might have. I've heard about it. I haven't seen it. We we brought it, it up. We brought it up that for a little while it was on YouTube and people should watch it, but we've never reviewed it or anything. I need to watch that. I've heard great things. Uh, I've never seen it. I'm down. Adam, what about you? Monster movies. I rewatched the original Hellraiser. Hmm. Uh, 
because nice. uh, I had never seen it before. And uh, oh my gosh, I hadn't. Uh, see, I wasn't allowed to watch this stuff when I was little. <laughs> so well, you're a big boy now. Out. You're a man now. Huh? You're a man yeah. now. Yeah, I know. You can buy your own Taco Bell. So I'm still a bit more squeamish than you guys, so I think this stuff affects me on a deeper level, so sometimes it's hard to Oh, you're not as desensitized. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not desensitized yet. (laughs) (laughs) Yet. A couple more weeks. Okay, a couple more weeks of Shudder, you know, you'll be be good to go. Oh, I love Shudder. This is all brand new candy to me, so... I'm super. I'm super excited. Oh, man. Apparently, the whole country likes Shutter. Uh... Did you guys see the EW? Like, there was an EW article floating around the internet. Like, everybody's signing up because everybody's at home. They have, they just want to start being terrified. <laughs> <laughs> Makes nice. sense. Yeah. Of something other than something invisible that you can't see. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, that's um, a monster! I can uh, slay it. Dave, what about you? You seen any other monster movies lately? Um, not traditional, but I will say, um, I, I even told you guys this the other day, I rewatched Galaxy Quest for the first time in probably like close to 20 years. Oh yeah. And Great movie. even though it's not a monster movie, however, there is Stan Winston creatures in it and there's a pig monster alien creature mm. that for being at a PG rated comedy freaked me the fuck out <laughs> for some reason. That's actually a movie that's more popular now than when it came out. I mean, it was, it flopped in the it theaters, but it has a huge good, yeah. cult following and it's one of my favorite movies. They made a documentary about it. I watched um, it too because you yeah, mentioned it's pretty that. Good. Yeah, it's, it's really good. The other documentary, I, I didn't know how I was going to fit it in, but Dave's got to Galaxy Quest, to the Galaxy Quest documentary, and I connected it to Life After Flash, where they just put on Amazon Prime. It's fucking amazing, you guys. Like, the guy playing Flash Gordon, he gets into a fight with Dino De Laurentiis. They don't make the sequels. He doesn't work for 30 years. Then he's in Ted. He gets a job as, like, essentially a glorified security guard to take care of his family. Like, he's living on his mom's floor. Like, you got, I'm talking about, um, what's his name? Um... Uh, the guy who Tom plays Jones? Flash. Or not Tom Jones. Um, um, Sam Jones? Yeah. Like, he's like a regular dude that had, like, a moment in time. And, like, if you, it's this movie's about his life and, like, from between Flash and now. And it's it's really, like, it's very, it's very, uh, it's very interesting. And it's good. I thought, I was worried about it, that it was going to just be, like, a comic book, comic con, you know, documentary, you know? And then yeah. it wasn't going to be really worth watching, but I watched it. As soon as I found it, I told you guys, and then I sat there and watched it till like, 3 o'clock in the morning. Um, but did you guys – well, actually, I, did I talk about Underwater on the podcast yet? Th- did I talk about that movie, or did I just send you guys messages? I think you I might have mentioned it. I thought you brought it up. I think it was both. So that's supposed <laughs> to be both. based on, like, a Lovecraft monster as well. But it has T.J. Miller, who hasn't been in anything since he got into a fight with that lady on the train and, like, has to go to court over it. And since he exited that show, Silicon Valley, like, nothing's been going well for the comedian T.J. Miller. But he's in Underwater. Um, there are a bunch of minors, which is very much like Leviathan. It's funny. Like, this movie is like Leviathan plus a lobstrosity movie that, that your friend Sean Cunningham made, Nick. Like, uh, um, mm-hmm. what Deep is that? Deep, Deep Star Oh, Deep, Deep Star, Star 6. Six. So... Again, like in Deep Star Six, I think we did talk about this. Did we talk about this? Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I that's, think we mentioned it on the show. I, I want that's yeah. a Is monster that movie that I saw like recently. Um, yeah. And then um, we 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 briefly brought up that we watched Monstro. Me and Adam sat down and watched the Korean movie where there's a a monster during a plague in like the 1600s in Asia somewhere, or I guess it's ancient Korea. 
I guess. Medieval Korea. Um, and they duke it out. Uh, it's in, it's worth watching, and if you have Shudder, you can watch it. Um, it was good. I guess Dave already answered the what else you watching question for this week, because he said he was watching Galaxy Quest. <laughs> well, he also, we also talked about Monster Movies. That was my relation to Monster Movies that I've watched. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've been watching a lot of... I mean, just like everybody, we've all been watching a lot of shit lately. At yeah. least I, I have. Um, probably the best thing I've seen recently, besides uh, The Void, um, I've been actually related to Shudder. Shudder on their live streaming was showing old boy. We watched like the last 20 minutes of that. And I realized, Oh shit, I haven't seen this guy's other vengeance movies. And hmm. I just watched sympathy for Mr. Vengeance. And it is fucking amazing. Did you watch lady vengeance though? No, nope, oh, no, nope. wow. we're watching them all in order. Old boys next. And then I'm going right, to, well, which I've already seen. And then right. I will watch lady vengeance. So all th- right, you come back, you tell us please. what you think of lady vengeance. Once you've you gotten the full round, uh. <laughs> I will. I will, Once I see lady vengeance, I will tell you. <laughs> nice. Um, Nick, what else are you watching? Uh, a lot of reality stuff with the lady. Ninety Day Fiance. Below deck and Ninety Day Fiance. Actually, yes. I fucking love Ninety Day Fiance. I'm uh, outing Dave. So, Dave, so you crazy. son of a bitch! You open the door on Ninety Day Fiance, right? Somebody goes <laughs> to my fucking Instagram, door. says that I'm the young big Ed, and uh, and then Adam reminded me that I can actually tuck my neck into my shoulders, and I did that as like a, a Saturday Night Live audition. So, 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 so on a comedy showcase, I didn't get the part, guys. If you're wondering, but uh, um, um, <laughs> I'm not Big Ed. I do have a neck, but it is disappearing into my double chin. It, so, so I might end up. But then again, I was like, what if they did cast me on Saturday Night Live and they go, well, who can you play? Who can you fucking play? I like I can play Big Ed from that reality show, Ninety Day Fiance. You sold fucking in. You're in, dude. You've got an in. You've got an in right there. I'm telling you. Oh, oh man. God. Does he beat his I'm Filipino wife? Like, what's the deal clips, with what's the deal with this guy? Is he like super abusive to his mail his mail order bride or what? Like, what's the deal? Dude, dude, you know what? Watch the show. It's like crap, dude. I don't understand. Like, you start watching it, you get really into it. I'm dude, I'm so, it is the only it's trash great, TV right? I watch, but you get yeah. sucked in. <laughs> You literally wow. get sucked in, and they keep replaying the stuff, and they. But for some reason, they're it's so intriguing. Like, really oh my gosh, Dave, it. you're on the same page. Like, I'm we're we're on a horror pod, or we're talking about a movie podcast. And I'm like, dude, guys, watch Ninety Day Fiance. Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you. Uh, Adam, you watching John, anything else that's not reality television? John, John, I'm telling yes. you. We're going to do a show on this. You'll see. I was on 90 say, Day Nick, Fiance? I'm going side show of yeah. 90 Day Fiance yeah. recap. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. I'm ready. Uh, bonus episode. <laughs> wow. For the people that are binging that. That'd be yeah, yeah. I'm watching. Uh, I just finished up uh, the second season of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure that I that I really recommend to Dave oh, more than anyone it, else. You know what, though? <laughs> we gave you like 20 minutes on the last show to talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I know, but this time there's so much new stuff, and I can't... I'm pitching it again because it was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, JoJo Bizarre's Adventure has a vampire somewhere in their storyline, so now I can talk to you guys about this vampire movie that is coming out with Jason Momoa and Peter Dinklage. Apparently... Jason Momoa is a human-friendly vampire, and he hangs out with Dinklage's version of Van Helsing. Have you guys heard about this movie? Mm-mm. I have not, and now you've intrigued me. <laughs> it sounds uh, I pretty have. Awesome. It's, it was in the PDF. I'm reading it, guys. <laughs> it's in the PDF. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man, it's not wrong. Oh Jesus. Oh. <laughs> uh, wow. Okay, we have we have. Oh, I have some course corrections. I should have done this at the beginning of the show. I was talking about method acting, and somebody brought to my attention. They started arguing with me about Moscow art theater and blah blah. And Stanislavski's the method. Blah 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 blah. I was saying yes on the last episode. I was talking about how. Um, dude who played Patton, George C. Scott, studied like traditional theater. I started talking about Oxford theater, and I and I, I shortened, abbreviated everything. I did like not the movie version, but the trailer teaser version of that concept was to say, theater training is method acting, is English theater, and this is why. Yes, it's true that Stanislavski created the official the method and wrote books and blah 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 and toured the country, but he based that on. 300 years of Shakespearean theater from England. That's where the method came from. That's what his background was. That's how he came to the method. So, yes, I can say Stanislavski, the method, Russia, Moscow, you're right. But he studied Shakespearean theater to get to the method. So, therefore, the origin of the method is still maybe correct in saying it has a connection to English theater. Thought I would put that out there officially. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I had another correction, but... I was so passionate about the first one, I already forgot what the other correction was, so I'm just going to move on. Um, so, summer is around the corner. Summer slash 2020 is around the corner. I get excited for this, like, all year. Like, Dave and I cranked this out last year, then Nick joined in, and then we had Adam come in. And, and Summer Slash is essentially, like, an entire summer of horror films. Geared and, like, we go deep. It's not just, like, a flesh wound. We're going for the kill on this one, folks. We go so deep into each one of these movies every week that it was it was amazing, and it it was a big deal last year. And we're hoping that this the marathon this year, the summer festival will be even bigger. And, and since everybody's at home, guess what? It happens at home. You can tune in, listen. You can watch the movies. We tell you a week ahead of time what we're watching, so you can watch with us. Maybe we'll get to a commentary episode version of it. I don't know, but let's review what went down last year. Um, Nick. Recap a little bit if you remember any of the Summer Slash episodes that you liked. I love the uh, Burning episode. The Burning. Uh, it's the ultimate. The Burning from 1981. I yeah. Think it's the ultimate summer movie, and I, I loved you, what you guys told, said about it. Nice, Dave. What about you? Out of that uh, Summer Slash last year, our first, uh, the first attempt to pull this thing off. Um, what was your favorite? Um, it's hard to say because I, I, even though I'm part of the show, so I'm not necessarily like the audience, but I'll say pieces just because it was a movie. That was the episode where my opinion changed on a movie I'd seen before. So I think that was a pretty solid episode. You know, what's funny. That's the fan favorite episode. That's the most listened to of the entire run. That one. Wow. Nice. Yeah. So there you go. Wow. Um, Adam, do you have a summer slash that is your favorite? I'm, uh, there's so many good options here. I think you, know? you forgot to pick one, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean, like... <laughs> I just, I guess, Maniac, because I'm, Ooh, I yeah. like it. That's that's another one where I changed my opinion on. I, I really like that movie now. Hmm. I think one of the funnest ones to record, if not pieces, was the one where we did about the guy um, who was burning people in his house. Like, the movie sucked, but oh, talking about fuck. the movie Actually, was awesome. Actually, that wasn't a bad movie, oh, though. Oh, don't go into the house. Don't go into the house. So that was really fun to, like, to, to the house. 
to talk about, but it, I didn't really enjoy the movie, but it was fun to talk about it. So, but we did a ton of episodes. Now, let's talk about what we're going to do this year. Um, Dave, talk about some of the things we're going to launch into in this year's festival. Marathon, whatever. Oh, so so Summer Slash 2020, folks, is the official name. So I'm going to be do a brief rundown of what we're planning on doing this Summer Slash, subject to change. Um, we're fucking, we're going to start off with a fucking bang. I'm going to tell you that. We're going to yeah. do Scream 1 through 4. That's going to be next week, so stay tuned. Then we're going to follow up with the Samurai from Germany, even though that's a German movie about Samurai. Blood Diner. I no, 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 it. no. The character kills people with a samurai sword. <laughs> like, it's a slasher movie. They slash their way through a town with the samurai swords. <laughs> I'm just saying it's a movie about samurai, but it's German. No. I don't no, know. No, no. They're just calling the killer a samurai because they have a samurai sword to get vengeance okay. with. That's all. <laughs> well, I haven't... Well, I haven't seen the movies. So I know, but tuned, you're you're like, here's my list of summer slash movies, which are slasher films, and then you immediately say, oh no, but we're watching a movie about a samurai. <laughs> okay, it's a samurai. Scream, scream. We're gonna do scream one through four yeah. next week. Stay tuned. Yeah. Samurai, yeah. Blood Diner, some Argento with some Tenebrae, the be uh, some Fulci with the Beyond, a double episode of the Beyond and from Beyond. Right. Yeah. Some more Argento. Yeah, some more Argento. Deep Red. <laughs> Uh, laid to rest, macabre or macabre, however you say that. Macabre from never... Bava. That's gonna be awesome. Bob, Bava is another giallo. Uh, Nightmare Beach. That's actually people a don't fun know movie. what giallo is. I don't think they're not all binge watchers. They're noob. They must, some of them might be noobs. Italian horror, folks. Italian horror movies. Oh, sorry, giallo. Yeah, as he basically the the uh, Italian slasher yeah. giallo, uh, mixed in with some uh, Hitchcock. Nightmare Beach, we're going to be covering. Nightmare Beach is Hogan fucking Beach. awesome. Have you guys seen that already? It is. It's fun. a great that fucking movie. movie. You're going to love Nightmare Beach when we get there. And it's in the middle of the festival, which is good because we might be experiencing burnout. We're going to need to pick me up at that, right when we get to Nightmare Beach. So it should be really fun. That should be fun. Uh, Paganini Horror, that'll be new to me. Baskin, I've heard great things. Der Nightmare. And Lord of <laughs> Illusions, which is another uh, <laughs> movie that I've never seen and I've heard it great. Nightmare. You gotta pretend that you want to see these films, Dave, because you want other people to see these films. Some of these, like, I'm fucking looking forward to Deep Red, Tenebrae. Like, there's some good shit in here. Yeah. Uh, I just don't think you like Germans, because every time you had to talk about a German film on this list, you're like, fuck those guys. (laughs) It's like, those those, are Nightmare. (laughs) Dave, the way you would say it is, Der Nightmare. Der Nightmare. That was hot. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're going to cap it off with a big finale. It's Lord of Illusion, which you go, is that a slasher film? I don't know. It has crazy cultists. They do a lot of slashing, so maybe. And they engineer the it's death of a cool. magician in that movie, so we'll see. We'll find out. Um, oh, also, if you're having a hard time keeping up with all the movies that are available, you can get six months of stars for free. And you can do that by just what? clicking the link in our podcast notes, which will be available in this episode. If I manage to type it correctly, I'm a little drunk. I'm not going to type it up tonight. That would be a bad idea. Um, I didn't say, and I did not say I'm drunk. Nobody heard that. Forget, nobody said that. Okay. You're not drunk. Um, um, let's see. I'm pretending like Adam. I'm completely sober. Um, okay. So, so, yeah, if you guys want, you can check out the Stars TV and Movie Network on demand for six months for only 25 bucks. It's actually 24.99, but for some reason on their advertising, they say to tell them 25 bucks. You should. Um, 
So, but look, RoboCop one, two, and three plus Predator one and two. My mind, like this, like you know what? Dude, like I'm they've so, got shit. like they've got some I gave them twenty five bucks because boom, like dude, I'll, I'll pay that to have a video on demand version of the RoboCops and the Predators at the same time. Like that's you know right. That's how I, that's dude, how I cleanse they... my palate from having to watch the movies we're reviewing. I go and watch other movies. That's that's what I do. So, so there you go. Dude, they've got good, good classics on there, dude. I was just scrolling through, and they've got not only the fucking Fly with Jeff Goldblum, which is fucking classic. Yeah. Fucking Showgirls. I don't give a fuck. That movie's fun. <laughs> I love Showgirls. Yeah. Go watch do. it on <laughs> Stars. It's good. Hmm. I love that one too. Wow. Um, I think John owned like a special deluxe. A DVD of that, didn't you? Oh, I had the. You can't even. I don't even know if you can get the director's cut anymore with uh, Paul Verhoeven. He goes into like this very long winded, like Warner Herzog, like documentarian style, well, like reminiscing of shooting that movie. It's very odd. He, he He's like so proud of. of, of, <laughs> of, of I like of Showgirls. Girls. Fuck yeah. I, I'm just giving <laughs> over to saying I like Showgirls. Fuck it. I don't care. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> Plus, I like Jess. Jesse was the one that I wanted from Saved by the Bell, and to see her naked throughout an entire movie was good enough for me it's when I was bad. a teenager. So, it, it's um, it's a fun movie. It's got some fun moments. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta say, I was about Lisa Turtle, but you know, hey, that's oh yeah, man, too bad she became like a psychopath in real life. So yeah, yeah, unfortunately, she's not in the remake, folks. The one who played uh, Lisa. No, I I think I might actually be getting drunk right now because did you say six months free on stars because that sounds (laughs) yeah go ahead sign up it'll be free folks (laughs) (laughs) i guess you go in there and start with like brightburn have you guys seen brightburn oh Oh, yeah brightburn is amazing that's an amazing horror film yeah it's awesome it's like if there was a superman what terrible things would he do and unleash upon mankind yeah it's awesome yeah so, I got to get myself some stars. I totally agree. Yeah. Well, you yeah, Nick, you can I'm sign up like with our link in the podcast dead. notes. Yeah, totally. Um, I'm not going to tell anybody that we have stars. I'm not going to say that at all. Uh, <laughs> um, so anyway, guys, like that's the episode. I don't know if there's anything else you guys want to add about The Void or getting ready for the screams. Apparently they attached directors to this to Scream Five, and they wrote letters to or what's the name Nev Campbell to come back on for Scream Five. But um, we'll talk more did about hear, that next week. Did you hear Matthew Lillard's character? I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what they're going to do. Come back. I don't know if they're going to like. I don't think that'd work. I mean, the TV film. Yeah. Or I don't want to spoil alert, but yeah. Well, but we'll yeah. go deep. I mean, I sh- I know I shouldn't we'll have asked deep. now. We'll go deep next week. We'll go deep on that. Yeah, all that stuff. There's we'll a, talk one through four, to talk about. and and what we think five will be. We'll 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 go deep. Have you guys watched rewatched the screams to get ready for next week? I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna start tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> I've done all four. I, watched, I did them. I, I, I did it with them the like director's I, commentary this week while I was. Oh, working. you did. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Something I don't normally do, but I sat down and watched the director's commentary. Nice. I wish I could say they're on stars, but they're not. I actually found them on Showtime and watched um, watched them like two at a time. You know, one and two, then three and four. I love part two, so I'm glad you gave me part two. Let oh, nice. Two, 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 two is great. I, well, and um, and our buddy Adam, as he said, like he's still a, pr- a regular sensitive human who hasn't like ruined himself. Yeah, so so <laughs> he can tell us about Scream 1 with fresh eyes and a fresh perspective. That'll be really cool. 
That'd be nice, yeah. yeah. To have an Dude, uninitiated yeah, actually, get bloody on that one. I'm kind of excited. That's actually, I'm kind of excited to see what he has to say for watching it the first time. Yeah. Especially, too, because it's like so much has changed. Like, when that movie came out, it was so... But it's influenced so many but, other yeah. movies. That's the thing. Like, I know Adam has seen things that's been influenced by that style and what they were doing. So exactly. It'll be, you know, it'll be interesting yeah. to see if, like, oh, I've seen this before, but wait, they did it first? What do you mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. It'll be really it's like watching Psycho in a much older age, basically. Yeah. Oh, man, Psycho. Did you guys like the the remake with Vince Vaughn? Not really. No. I, don't, I don't think so. I haven't seen it since it first hit video, so I, I remember not thinking thinking it wasn't that bad, but also just kind of unnecessary. But there Danny was like... Elfman's recreation of the score makes it worth it alone for that movie had to have been remade. He, I remember. He, I remember that was good. Yeah, but I remember there was like a death in the death scene in the shower. There was like sheep or something they showed. Do you remember that? Well, they also they also show him. Ba- I mean, excuse me, they didn't show it, but like they added in sound effects of him jerking off. Like you literally hear him beating his uh, meat. Looking wait, at what? What are you talking about? Who's beating whose meat? Dude, you don't remember in the Psycho remake? Psycho can you recreate Vince Vaughn the sound? Uh, and Hathaway, <laughs> and Hathaway and Hayesh. <laughs> Through the peephole, and he was jerking off. I mean, they added in the like jerking off sound effects, like you know, like I'm not even joking. There it is. There it is. <laughs> so what's wrong with that though? You have a problem with people masturbating on film, Dave? It just wasn't in the original. Oh, I see. Because you're saying it was supposed to be a shot-for-shot remake. Yeah. Yeah. Have you listened to the original with the volume turned up all the way? Why you can hear him masturbating? Is that what you're saying, Adam? I don't know. I want to hear. I like if we could like resurrect Hitchcock. I want to hear his thoughts on that. (laughs) Wait, what? Say that again. Doesn't matter. No, start over. (laughs) I said. I was saying if Hitchcock, if we could resurrect resurrect Hitchcock, I would like to hear hear his take on that. You know what? I wonder if Hitchcock was alive. What? Hitchcock would be one scary ass undead. Uh well he'd be like um he'd be like the pizza jo- he'd be like pizza the hut in in that movie Spaceballs that's what he would look like as a zombie <laughs> which um, I noticed is on stars <laughs> is it really damn it yeah, all it comes together actually. folks it all comes together <laughs> there it is, guys. by the way you can sign up for stars for six months for according to Adam it's free for six months you can sign up in the podcast notes um oh did I say that wrong. It doesn't matter. Okay. Um, what was I? Well, okay. Uh, damn it! I was gonna respond to Dave, and then I got sidetracked because you were talking. Oh, do you think I? You guys think Hitchcock would have a podcast if he was alive? No. Uh, probably not. He was a bit secretive. It feels like. Oh. No, but then again, he did have a show where he talked about his movies, and he was. Like, oh, that's explain. true. He used to explain how you create suspense, like two people talking. But if you say there's a bomb that will go off in 30 seconds and then cut to two people talking, it's a different scene. Like, he would literally tell you the trick. So I, I think he would, actually. So he's the reason we have the countdown on the nuclear bomb in Armageddon. Probably, yeah. Brevity <laughs> you're is, right. Yeah. I think brevity is the soul of wit. And I think when he made his appearances, he wanted to do his shtick and get out. Hmm. That's yeah. my opinion. So I think he might want to still... But, Remain. He did have Albert Hitchcock's Presents, where he was like the host. Oh yeah, that's what I'm referencing. Like uh, he okay, was the yeah. host. He, but then he said his two out. bits. Yeah, gotcha. He set it up, and then he let it speak for itself. He was more like a host. That's I think true. he'd be a host. 
And then maybe he would have a true. podcast. He did interviews of other people making films. I don't know. So basically, he'd be like Mark Marin for film podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, can you do that sound effect again? What sound effect? <laughs> he did earlier. Never mind. <laughs> sound effect. <laughs> Dave, just whip. Dave, don't even go. We were talking about method acting. Just whip your dick out, start masturbating, and we'll listen. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm sorry. There it is. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. That was uh, the sound of Hitchcock eating a piece of pizza after he comes back. Oh, my gosh. Wow. It sounded like a dying fish, actually. That's what it yeah, sounded like it to me. It like you're flapping a fish around. Yeah. yeah. Uh. <laughs> sorry. This is what happens when you add alcohol to binge watchers. <laughs> That's good stuff. Speaking of which, anybody get laid recently? Anybody have good news to share? I got nothing. Yeah, I get it sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got two kids, so I think that yeah. proves that you do get it sometimes. Yeah, I just try not to make the third one. So, like we've always talked about this. Yeah, so I'm trying not. Yeah. To, yeah hey, yeah. Nick, third I got some advice. Way, Nick, right? Nick, don't, Nick, you no, have like I'm a younger not. marriage than mine, right? <laughs> so like. Don't fuck up Mother's Day, because that'll ruin your fucking life. <laughs> uh, I, I already did. You know how it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it happens. Uh, life. I had to buy a very expensive mop and a dishwasher, and I'm still not out of the doghouse yet. Oh, no. Oh, God. Uh, I just want Adam to snuggle me. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Don't make that public. Don't make it public. <laughs> uh, uh, You're right. Yeah. I don't want to make Nick or Dave jealous. You know, that's uh, already good. Oh uh, shit! Like, yeah, so let's get together and, jealous. folks. We were had a pre-production meeting before this podcast, and we talked about renting a cabin in the woods. We should get together and totally bear it up. You know, all of us. We'll just get. We'll just hang out. Well, we'll have to do a show too. Oh uh, yeah, we oh, technically no. have to do something oh, we'll to, to justify we'll being to... in the woods together. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the heater went out. We had a bit. We better bundle up. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, it's we'll gonna get to real cold tonight, away. fellas. That's uh, <laughs> so good. So next week we're to be talking about all the Scream movies. I'm excited. So come back, I, I know folks. These so well. You know, binge watch with us next week, and we'll be back with a retrospective on all the Screams one through four. It'll be and it kicks off summer slash 2020. So keep in mind hashtag summer slash 2020. Maybe we'll do some contests. I don't know. Maybe. Um, people should write in. <laughs> Who's laughing? Why are you laughing at contests? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we can give away shit. We're cheap, but we can give away a couple things. I mean, <laughs> laughing at the the first utterance of oh, well, maybe you do a contest or something like that, and it's like. <laughs> <laughs>